I remind my people that I'm in the rescuing process right now. My angels are walking here and there and everywhere to find the broken, the hurting, the confused, the misguided, and the deceived that are roaming throughout this land. And the Lord says, if we will continue to upscale our faith and our belief system, I will find the lost. And no investment that you've made financially, no investment that you've made to try to bring them in can pay off when the Holy Spirit gets on the scent and the track of the lost. And you will be very glad when you take your hands off of it and put it in my hands because my hands are safe hands. My hands are powerful hands. My hands will never let them go. My hands will never deceive, will never let down. My hands are strong. It was my hands, both of my hands, saith the Lord, that were nailed on the cross. And I was wounded for their transgressions, bruised for their iniquities. And that's why we can sing, Lord Almighty, Holy, Holy, Great I Am. Somebody give the Lord a shout for that word of encouragement right now. Play it again. Come on. Play it again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we put it all in your hands. You said to through that exhortation. Now, right now, just lift up whatever you carry, whatever you're trying to carry. Uh, the Lord wants to carry it. So right now, just put it in your hand physically, in your mind. Put it in your hand. Whatever the problem is, whatever the situation is you're dealing with, put it in your hand right now. Now lift it up to the Lord. Say, Lord, I give it to you. It's not mine. It's not mine. It's yours. You said, Lord, you would fight our battles for us. And Lord, I'm not going to carry it. Say, I'm not going to carry it. You are going to carry it. We're not to carry. We're not meant to carry. In fact, we're not even meant to provide. God's our provider. He uses our resources and he uses our skills. He uses our talents. But ultimately, the Lord is our provider. Doesn't his word say that? That he will provide 
provide for us. So quit trying to think and trying to do it yourself, says the Spirit of the Lord. I am your provider. So now put it in your hands and release it to me. Say, I release it to the Lord. I release it right now. I release that son. I release that daughter. I release that job. I release the moments you have planned for my life. Lord, I'm not going to try to figure it out. 2024 is going to be a glorious year. It may be difficult for those that are not in the presence of God or in the Word of God, but we call them in because it's going to be glorious for those that know their God. They shall do exploits. They shall do. Haven't they always done exploits? The men and women of God, the men and women of old, the preachers, the the, the circuit rider preachers, all the moves of God that's happened throughout all the centuries uh, and, and throughout time. Didn't God do exploits through them? Don't you think God can do exploits through you? Yes, He can. So don't go by your feelings. Don't go by your sight, circumstances. The Word says we walk by faith and not by sight. The just shall live by faith. And so it's a faith walk, trusting the Lord, always trusting the Lord for everything that concerns you. So we just thank you all for being here. We thank everyone that's here. You all, your smiling faces. Don't you feel the switch? The switch of faith. Brother David Ingalls sings a song, The Switch of Faith is Turned On. And so we turn on our switch of faith right now. I just felt it adjust in the spirit. Sometimes we come in very heavy and very burdened. We turn on the switch of faith. Whew, it all disappears. All those problems, all those circumstances. In the presence of Jehovah, no, no demon can stand. Just as that song says, Hallelujah. Holy, holy. So we turn everything over to the Lord, don't we? Don't we turn it over to the Lord? We choose. It's a choice that we have to make. We can live by the sight of it all, or we can say, nope, God, you've got it. Amen. Pastor. Brother Tom, I want you to come. We're gonna, I want you to pose yourself, everyone. Brother Tom has got a few people we're going to put before the Lord in the throne. And, um, and you can go ahead and put people that may not be mentioned before the throne because I believe that we are coming, everybody say, to a breakthrough. I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Matter of fact, he is Jehovah Jireh, but somebody, I heard somebody call him Jehovah Shaka. He'll shock you too. Everybody say Jehovah Shaka is showing up right now. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, his grace is sufficient for every request that we make. Every person that we mention, the healer is going to come. Thank you, Pastor. <clears throat> I feel like the Lord wants me to, I know for two words, maybe three words here that's been given. I'm going to make a statement to you, and I want you to remember what I'm saying. Healings, deliverances, and finances all will be determined by the purpose of the person 
has been called to do it. Retape that. All healings, all deliverances, and all finances will be determined by the person that is seeking that, and they know that they have a purpose yet to be fulfilled. Now, I've got a list here of people that we're going to pray for. But I'm going to ask some people to come forward, and I'm going to give one of them a new word, and I'm going to remind the other two of another word that's powerful. I want Danny, uh, Alan, if you'll come forth and stand in front. I want Gabriel's mother and father to come forth, and I want Wendy to come forth. You can just leave the little girl back there with your partner. And what we're trying to do today is this. We're wanting to do something that will absolutely take down every addiction, every financial setback, and everybody that the devil is attacked with disease. Because that's in our hands today. He's in heaven. He said, you'll do greater works than I did because I go to heaven. Y'all scoot over here kind of close together, all of you. Now, anybody else that has a sedition, uh, condition today, we'd like to pray for you or your family. Now, these three men right here plus that man there, I want y'all to come forward. Now, I'm going to make a statement to you, okay? And this is an important statement, and I hope that people will really believe it and understand it. Y'all come forward. Y'all are, are pillars from the past and present. There was a church known as June Rose, out below Sapapa. That church was feeding the hungry. That church had been a pillar in that community for years. And I mean, there was power there every time I went. And they started trying to merchandise things. A new pastor come in. He said, hey, they won't come to us because we got our sign out there, Assembly of God. He said, we're going to change that sign. We're going to make it generic. <laughs> so they'll come in here and we'll be able to minister to them. And I'll tell you what happened. The Lord spoke to my heart. He said, the day they threw the sign down, I left. He said, they had heritage in the Assembly of God church that was here. And they threw it away. God's asking you fewer men today, don't throw away this heritage right here. Y'all have seen some mighty things here over the years. You're the pillars that he's kept here for a reason. It's coming back. It's time, brother. Torres, it's time to call on the past and say it's going to be greater than before because of God, not us. Do y'all agree with me? Okay. You four pillars. You got a purpose. You may have gray hair. You may have a few situations. But say every time that comes on you, I have a purpose yet to witness the outpouring in this church that we have seen before. I have given you a word from the Lord that he has a book in him. Gabriel, your son. I want you to start praying. And when you start praying, say, Lord, his purpose is not fulfilled. He has a book in him. 
Do you understand what I'm trying to say? He's got a purpose. We call on the purpose. Your daughter, I gave her one, a word one day, leaving the church. I said, you have a great purpose ahead of you, girl. She's incarcerated today. Yes. Tell her this, that David, that John David is going to sit with the mighty and stand with the mighty as the word was given you. And he says from heaven to hell her. She's going to stand by him because she has a purpose. You remember the word? Okay. Alan, we're not going to put up this stuff anymore that's causing you to have breathing problems. Because I can tell you for sure, you have a purpose. You're not here by accident. You've been called here. Okay? And you need to be healed, don't you? Okay. Every time you start thinking about it, remind God of your purpose. That you got to do it. And you're going to be healed. You're going to be 100%. Pastor, I want you to come up and I want you to pray. I mean, I'm going to get my list. And we'll go over this, Sister Torres. Prayer requests. Dean and Martha Munson. Yes. That, is that a, that's a health issue, right? The family's sick. They were going to make it to church. So they've been gone for a while. Right. But they want to come back. So let's pray for the Munson family. Okay. And then Philip and Gail Hoyt call with issues, right. health issues. Left a message to talk to our secretary. Okay. And then our music uh, pastors uh, wife Tammy had some oh, back yeah. issues back issues this morning okay and God is going to heal her okay I want you to lead us now because you understand all those father, and then we'll we'll pray a blanket prayer father we lift up Dean and Martha Munsell family we lift up Phil and Gail Hoyt family we lift up Tammy that you will even right now let the hand of heaven the hand of Jehovah Jireh and Jehovah Shaka shock her back with the healing right now and I pray right now for Alan for Wendy for Natasha for Kevin for some of our wonderful men here Cochran's Withdraw Bunting Turner's that you would use them father completely and those that are watching will take heed that they're next as God is going to come and walk down into their hearts and into their families to bring the hope and the peace that passes all understanding passes all understanding everybody give the Lord a shout if you believe that in Jesus name come on sing it again hallelujah glory glory grow the great I am Yes. God Almighty, the great I am. Yes, Lord. Who is worthy? None beside thee. God Almighty, the great I am. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Holy, holy. You're the Holy One, Father. God
want you to take your seats for just a moment. And um, I want to address you for just a minute. Um, pray for um, the Ellis's there with their family this weekend. And we'll be back Wednesday. So I just want you to know that. So they, they it's kind of fallen on me to receive the tithe and offering today. And I, I want to encourage you and thank you for your giving. Now, how many of you have received the letter that I wrote last week on the uh, year-end gift reminder? Let me see your hand. How many of you have not received this letter? Would you hold your hand out? Okay, would you please, uh, Brother Allen and Brother Denny, and uh, give one to uh, Brother Arnold back there, Larry and, and Allen, Anyone else has not? Okay, give one to Cody. I know the young people and Gina. How many know that God gives them money? How many know that God requires us to tithe just like he requires teenagers to? So take these and give one to those three teenagers. Uh, to uh, Alan and who else was it? Raise your hand here. Keep your hands raised so they can see where you guys are at. Alan, anyone else? have not received this letter you take that letter there's an envelope there and it's telling you between now and the 31st which will be the last service of this year I'll be preaching that Sunday morning <clears throat> your last opportunity to uh, date your last gift of the year and we're calling it a year and gift and that means that you get credit for 2024 through uh, your uncle that you may not seen in years, which is Uncle Sam. But if you don't give it to God, your uncle will get it. Amen. He'll get it some way. So I just want you to know that we are very grateful for those of you that that are listening to me online. You can go to what it's there up on the on your Facebook and go to the website www.firstassembly.org go to the donate button and give your your gift your special offering and uh, I know that God will multiply your gift we're praying Gail and I are praying what our year end gift will be and um, we, we we do every year and I just want to also remind those of you that stepped up to the plate in July in July I know that many of you came forward with hundreds, and I'll tell you what, people even gave thousands, and I know. And, uh, and we stepped up to the plate, and ever since July, things have leveled out. There is uh, no debt on any credit card other than reoccurring little small debts for internet uh, media, and, um, and so... Uh, so we're just thanking God. And then on top of that, during that process, all of our heat and air conditioning units, there was a bunch of them. I don't know how many was it? Uh, it's about four, five that replaced. We replaced five air conditioners and this church and friends of this church provided all paid cash, $40,000. Yes, and you know who stepped up to the plate? A man that probably never even been here. His name was Keith Moore from Branson. Stepped up and sent an offering from Faith uh, Church. I have not, 
don't know that I've ever uh, had a few words other than shook his hand a few times and just stepped up. Someone told him about our church that goes to his church. And, uh, and then you guys stepped up to the plate. I know many of you, we had businesses that don't even go to this church. One, bis one brother that's a minister, and uh, we need to pray for him, Julio. He just had surgery. His ministry, his business, and his personal finances stepped up last July along and joined Gail and I and many of you and gave thousands of dollars in a special offering. And, and I want to congratulate you for standing strong. COVID had, has discombobulated many people's idea of church attendance. It seems like the church does not seem to be an essential thing anymore, but it is. It's more essential than you can imagine. You and I need him more than you'll ever needed him. Let me try it like this. Maybe you'll get it. You'll never know. Everybody say, I'll never know how much I need him unless I realize that I've got nothing else. Come on. And God's got a special blessing for you today. So let's stand together and get your checks out and your giving here. And those of you that are watching us, you can go online and do it or you can mail it to the address. If you're giving cash and one credit, make sure that you put the amount of cash you're putting in the envelope. And I'm sure that next year the bookkeeper was going to send you exactly how much you have given. And you can give it to your CPA as we do every year. And um, you'll not only get credit from the government, but you'll get credit from God. And that's more important. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, as we take our gifts to you right now, Father, we know that our sowing will outperform our savings. Whatever we've got saved, whatever we've got tucked away, our sowing is going to outperform that. Because we are people of the secret place. Bless every person that gives. I pray for those that are back that have fallen back on their tithing that you would speak to them this year before the 31st to catch up and as they catch up to their tithing and giving you'll catch up to their blessings in Jesus name Amen going to be having a Christmas party for the women's ministry. I'm so proud of Pam. I'm going to have her come up here in just a minute. But she's 
our leader for the women's ministry. And we just want the women to come. That's Friday night. And the women's ministry is going to, you don't have to bring a thing for Friday night. Not one single thing. And But there's going to be lots of fun things. And I'll let Pam talk about that. But then on Sunday, this is what I really want to talk about, is we need for you, we're going to have our Christmas all church Christmas fellowship Sunday morning after the service in the agape room behind the curtains but we need you all to bring food it's going to be a potluck and so I'm asking that you sign up what you're bringing this morning because Lydia and we're making plans we only have a week to put it together and we need to know what you're bringing so if you can go back to the foyer on the long table the information center back there in the foyer there's a sign up sheet and I think only one or two people have signed up because I know you're bringing stuff but you haven't decided what yet but if you could just sign your name and say I'm going to bring a meat dish or I'm going to bring a uh, I'll bring a dessert or I'll bring uh, I'll bring a, a, a salad or a side dish please do that so that we can know how much food is going to be uh, uh, brought for Sunday after service and we'll have our all church Christmas party Miss Pam she's going to talk about Friday night okay and then the potluck which is Sunday this is the sign up sheet and I'm going to be out in the foyer at the desk with it so you ladies can consign your names and, or men you know, what you're going to bring or if you don't know what you're going to bring exactly you can still put your name down and say you're going to bring something. And can I just say that you don't even have to cook you can go by Walmart or you can go somewhere and pick up some fried chicken pick up something and, and just bring it. Yeah. So, because we need food, and, and we want you to be there and share in this fellowship together. And then Friday is the Christmas party and meeting for us ladies. The doors are open. It's, it starts at 6.30. Like she said, you don't have to bring anything. Just come, and, and let's share the love of Jesus, that he was born and came to be our Savior, and have fun and games and fellowship and food together. And you know, every year I hear Christians debate, I see them debating, well, it's not Christ's birthday, December 25th, or, you know, they debate that stuff, it doesn't matter, it's the season we're celebrating, that he came, he was born, and he's our Lord and Savior, amen. and he's love, joy, and peace. Hallelujah. Yes, amen. Praise God. Yes. Amen. Did you say fry chicken? Is that what you said, bring chicken? Sure. Man, that, how many <laughs> like chicken? Let me ask you, how many like dead chicken? You know, that, 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 that bird has given us a life for many a preacher. And I just want you to know that uh, whatever you bring next uh, Sunday will be a wonderful time. People, I believe, there will be other people here other than church family. Go with me <clears throat> to the book of Micah, chapter 2, and verse 13, and then also get... Matthew 6 and 6 ready as well. I want to read these scriptures and talk to you a little bit about what God is doing. Say God is a God of miracles. And here's what we talked about. The one who breaks open, the Bible said, will come before them. They will break out, pass through the gates and go out by it. Their king will pass before them 
with the Lord at their head. Say, with the Lord at their head. So God's going to break through for those that have had challenges, difficulties, have went through storms, have been through all kinds of difficulties. Say, the miracle worker is walking in. Say, he's walking in. And say, he's walking in right now. So that word breaks, I want to kind of deal with that because I believe that we need breakthroughs. How many believe we need breakthroughs? The question is, are you and I going to make a determination to be happy in the 2024 coming year? Or are we going to allow the moral corruption and socialist ideas and ideologies of the past couple of years to keep destroying the minds of the people that the enemy has succeeded in destroying. Our nation is too good for us to let it go. Amen. Our belief system that you heard sing about, I believe in the life of Jesus, is too good to ignore. Somebody say amen. Stop worrying about things that are beyond your control. The debacle of the White House does not depend on the survival of the church house. Come on, I think that's pretty good. That one just kind of came on the spur of the moment. The debacle of the White House is not going to affect the survival of the church house. The problem America faces today is not unanswered prayer, it's unoffered prayer. And when the melodrama of our nation is going through in Congress, in the Senate, with indictments, with impeachment inquiries, when all of that settles, the melodrama settles, I believe God will reign. And I believe truth will succeed. Somebody say amen. When God is through rebuilding us after the melodrama that is being, that is being controlled in Washington, D.C., we are going to build back better. I said we're going to be stronger. Jesus Christ, the Bible said, is going to cast the devil into outer darkness. Anybody witness on that? Amen. Jesus Christ is going to tie him with a noose and put him in bondage into outer darkness. Your finances are going to change for the better. Your wisdom is going to change for the better. You will have breakthroughs going in and breakthroughs going out. Here's what I believe breakthroughs are going to bring. Everybody say rest. Many people are tired. I said many people are tired. Many church people are tired. And God said I'm going to give you number one supernatural rest. In the breakthrough. Somebody say amen. I believe that God 
allowed us to get rid of a medical dictator by the name of Tony Fauci that controlled your lifestyle, that controlled you and I for so many years, told us what to do. And I have told you this the last several months, they're going to try to do it again in 2024. It's amazing, I think, of how smart this virus is. It shows up almost every major election. Pretty smart virus, isn't it? It shows up because that virus is a scare tactic and that's why we must overcome fear. Put 2 Timothy 1.7 up on there for just a moment for me, please. Because if there was ever a day and an hour that we needed to take the word to heart, this word up on your screen, say it with me, let's read it together. For God has not given us spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Now on three, I want you all to read it real loud from your seat. Look up on the screen. One, two, three. Not only a sound mind, but the second thing breakthrough you're going to get is not only rest, but say peace. How many know that in Jesus, there is a peace that cannot be disturbed? There is a power that cannot be exhausted. And God is going to send you the power, you and I the power that we need. Breakthrough. The number three thing that I believe breakthrough is going to bring, the power to carry his glory. God wants you to take his glory everywhere you go. Amen? Take it to Walmart. Come on, say amen. Take it to Walgreens. Amen? Carry the glory wherever you go. It'll affect somebody. Number four. Get a breakthrough praying anointing. When you get on your knees to pray, say, God, I want to break through. Everybody say, get high voltage. But don't electrocute yourself. Get a breakthrough high voltage. The fifth thing, the breakthrough, you're going to have breakthroughs coming between now and the 31st in your giving. God is going to speak to many of you watching and many of you that are here to give something you've never been able to give to God. And when you give something you've never been able to give to God, you're going to receive something you've never received in your life. Why? Because the Bible says give and it shall be good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Number six. You're going to get a breakthrough in being an encourager. We've got a lot of people that are discouragers. Some people are anointed to discourage you. They need to be delivered from that. But God said, I'm going to anoint you to be an encourager to the hurting, hurting people of this world. Did you hear the word of came at the first of the service? God is going to rescue 
those that are groping in darkness out there with no hope in sight. Could you listen to me, please? He is going to give us a time of total peace. And he's not going to let the spirit of fear rule over you. Say amen if you believe that. He's going to break down the walls that have you captive. You know what the secret's going to be in 2024? The Lord's been talking to me about the 24th. The secret in 2024 is going to be self-control. If we can control, how many's ever got angry? Let me see your hand. How many's ever angry two times in your life? How many's been angry more than three times? How many wish I'd quit counting and just move on? God in 2024 is going to give us a baptism of how to have self-control. Somebody say amen. You believe that? You realize that technology in America has created enough nuclear power and bombs to destroy and control the earth? I'm not afraid of a nuclear bomb, but when it's in the wrong hands of someone that doesn't even know when it's Monday and when it's Tuesday, when it's in the wrong hands of someone that doesn't appear to be when you watch him on television, what side of the stage to step off of? That's a problem. It's a problem when they have a, a bag man carry a suitcase with nuclear codes. So I'm not afraid of the bomb. I'm afraid of the person who has the attention of doing something to trigger it. I said in my last letter that I sent to our Transformation Outreach Partners that China and Russia have a big control over our nation and are dominating our nation's attention and we're giving more money to China get more money to China and Russia and other countries than we are taking care of our own people. Did you know that Eagle Pass, Texas, Eagle Pass, Texas, in the last three days, a small little town that gets no funding from the federal government has taken in 3,000 immigrants every day for the last three days. 9,000 people and we give all the money to states like New York, Chicago, to help them, but not one penny to the people of Eagle Pass that need it, that are suffering because of it. And I'll say this, I'll say this prophetically, China has been the main instigator and the producer and the maker of fentanyl which destroys and destroys and destroys and keeps on destroying. And we just keep on supporting their agenda. And then guess what? I believe that by the first of the year, North Korea will join them. Let me say this. God didn't appoint men and women of Washington, D.C. to tell you and I how to live our life. Say, God did not give me 
Come on, say it with your big voice. Say, God did not give me the spirit of fear, but of power and of a, and of a sound mind. Look at your neighbor and say, I am not mentally disabled. Do not even tell me how to get a Vanita. Don't want to be near it. How many is ready for the next one? Say he's going to give me a breakthrough of encouragement. And my giving is going to take another level. And now this one, say wisdom. How many can use some wisdom? Sometimes I get concerned with some of my friends when they start talking and there's no wisdom and there's no knowledge. It's like they're not reading stuff. They're not reading the word. And I want to say sometimes, I want to get in the flesh and say, doesn't your ignorance concern you? Or if you stay stupid, we can't be friends. Wisdom is a baptism of an unusual power that takes us into a new dimension of not only sight and sound, but a dimension of the reality of what God can do for you as you exit 2023. And say, wiz, say goodness. goodness. And you know the Bible tells us, David said, goodness and mercy will follow me when? All say all the days all of my life. And then number nine, say intercession. And if you want to know some intercession, well, it happens here every Tuesday at 1030 to 1130. There are people praying for you. You that are watching us, there are people praying for you. Miracles are happening. Things are changing. Why is intercession important? Look at Matthew 6 and 6 for just a moment. <clears throat> Matthew 6 and 6. Say, but when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray so loud that everyone in the church can hear you and know that you're a prayer warrior. When you get into your room and you shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place and your father who sees in secret are you ready for this will reward you openly that's enough to make a baptist child right there he will reward you openly say so what are you saying I'm telling you that we need preachers to be more interested in occupying the secret place instead of the public place to be seen in the secret place and heard in the secret place and to be heard in the public place and try to get the accolades of men. Can I say this to you, my friend? We don't, have to, we don't need to prompt up people, prophets, pastors, or evangelists. Amen? Somebody say amen if you believe that. Amen. The greatest person you'll ever face 
is going to be yourself. Let me say to you about what I just said. The secret place, what you and I sow in secret, that's what Matthew 6, 6 says. Whether it's prayers, whether it's finances, whether it's goodness, kindness, intercession, encouragement, whatever you and I sow in secret becomes our public harvest. Whatever you put in the offering today becomes a harvest for your future. One man said, when I let go what's in my hand, God lets go what's in his hand. Somebody say amen if you believe that. And sometimes you got to let your kids go out of your hand. And guess what will happen? God will grab them and put them in his hand. Now you all act like you hear good stuff like this all the time. Somebody say something here. Come on. Whenever you let that child go out of your hand, out of your custody, God will take him into his custody. Say amen if you believe that. Because sometimes when we hold people, we try to control them. It's called behavior modification. Let me tell you something about hell. Would you like to know something about hell? Say heaven, yes. And say hell, no. You don't want no hell in your life, amen? Let me tell you something about hell. Let me tell you something about the devil. The devil in hell only fears what it cannot control. If he cannot control you, he hates you and he attacks you. And if he can't get to you, he'll find a weaker vessel in your family he can affect. Somebody say amen. amen. And unfortunately, most of the time is your kids and your grandkids. And great grandkids because sometimes they do not know how to fend for themselves. That's why God said, I give you power. Everybody say, Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Jireh. Say Jehovah Shaka. He's going to shock me with power with an anointing that beggars description somebody say amen if you believe that so what I sow in secret becomes my public harvest what I sow in my private prayer closet I love this will become a public flow of the power of God through my ministry and you know what we must also learn don't despise. Matter of fact, let's say this confession. Say, I won't despise seasons of preparation. Sometimes God has to prepare you for the outcome of where he's taking you to. You understand me? Don't get frustrated when he's taking you through the process. Somebody say amen. Friends, it's getting late. And I'm talking about the time it is right now. It's getting late in America. We cannot afford to go through another scare tactic, through another virus fear. You say, well, how can we avoid that? If you will read Psalm 91 and verse number 12, it says, no plague, say with me, no plague 
shall come near my dwelling. Say it again. No plague shall come near my dwelling. And the psalmist, when he wrote the 91st Psalm, the last three verses, verse 14, 15, and 16, he said these words. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I what? Deliver him. Say, I will deliver him. I will set him on high. Because what? He hath known my name. Somebody say amen. And verse 15 said this. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and call him and give him my salvation. I will answer him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Look at verse 16. What is he going to give you? Say long life. How many can use a facial makeup? How many can use a body makeup? How many can use a makeover? Say with long life. I will satisfy him. And show him my salvation. You know to get all the stuff I'm telling you. You're going to have to do one part. You're going to have to be an encourager. You're going to have to be a giver. You're going to have to be a breakthrough prayer. You're going to have to sow things that you say I cannot sow. But God says what do you mean you cannot sow? And God will remind you of Philippians 4.13. I can do what? My goodness. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. I didn't think. When God told me, gave me a figure and Gail and I figure of giving several thousand dollars, I said, I can't do that. I didn't say that. You know why? Because I never be in violation of the word. And then I looked at the resources that I had. And I knew that I had it, but I had other plans for it. But God had other plans for it. Say Amen. So I ask you, do you and I want to walk into 2024? Can you control your anger? Can I control anger? Can I control my temper? How about this one? Nobody likes to hear this one. Can you control your pride? Self-control. Listen to me closely. Look this way, please. Self-control is when you master the situation, but refuse to let the situation master you. That's what self-control is. And that's why it doesn't take a ninth grader to tell you that America right now is out of control. When 93,000 people die of overdoses of drugs from prescription medications and drugstores, uh, the fastest booming industry in the world, the time has come to stop changing the scripture that were written for us to change us. The scripture can change you. The scriptures have the power to heal. Somebody shout amen. The scripture has the power to save. Somebody shout amen again. And the scripture can give you self-control. Amen.
but the devil is making us play into the hands of our enemies. The socialist mob is angry and mad because Christians won't bow to them. Remember, hell only fears what it controls. Don't forget that statement. Say, Satan only fears what he cannot control. He can't control your tongue. No wonder part of the end time victory is going to take place on that day when Jesus comes again. What's going to happen? Every knee shall bow. Come on, let's stand to our feet right now for just a minute. For just a minute, and then I have you sit back down. Put both hands up and follow me. I'm, I'm your choir director right now. I'm taking Brother Edwin's place for just a moment. Say, every knee, every knee. shall bow. Shall Put that hand and say, every tongue, every tongue. Confess, confess that Jesus, Jesus. Christ, Christ is Lord. Give the Lord a shout. Come on. Now you may be seated again. Hallelujah. I say praise God if you believe the Holy Ghost. Let's make this year that we are ending filled with successful things. Somebody say amen. I want you to know this in case you don't know this. There are limits to what the devil can do. Say there are limits to what the devil can do. I'm going to tell you where, what, one thing that he cannot do. He cannot cross the bloodline. You say, why cannot the devil cross the bloodline? Because if the devil ever crossed the bloodline, he'd be under the blood and then he'd be a saved devil. Somebody say amen. There are things the devil cannot do. He cannot cross the bloodline. He is a liar. He is the father of lies. We have given the devil too much credit and attention in the last 18 months. The Bible said in Job, I decree and establish a thing. Remember that? And I will bring it to pass. Some of you just missed a good chance to say amen. amen. Say, I will establish and decree a thing and I will bring it to pass. Too many times we let a moment dictate our future instead of what the word of God says. It could be a moment of fear that tries to paralyze you. That tries to bring sickness and feelings in your body that you know are abnormal. Failure, disappointment, a moment of discouragement. God wants you to go to hospitals and speak to the family who's watching their family member on a ventilator. Who's watching their family on a ventilator gasping for the last breath and wants you to declare to them, you're coming off that ventilator. 
you're going to breathe the air of the Holy Spirit. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy is about to show up. Not only show up, but he's going to show out. Look at your neighbor and say, it's time for, it's, say, it's showtime. At Alcoholics Anonymous, those people teaches you, teaches as patrons to say the following after they have been off alcohol for years. My name is Bob. I'm an alcoholic. That's why their success rate is only 8%. Can I say something to you? My name is Luis Torres. And I used to be addicted to stuff. I used to drink alcohol. I used to use drugs. And today, I'm a child of the Most High God. And I've been off of drugs for 53 years. Now that, Mr. Mayor, is a statement of positive. And that dog will hunt anywhere in Oklahoma. Anywhere in the world. Do you like the old song sang by Leslie Gore? You don't own me. I'm not just one of your many toys. You don't own me. Don't tell me I can go out with other boys. That's a girl singing. Thank God it's a girl singing, not a, not a boy singing. Don't tell me what to do. And don't tell me what to say. And when I go out with you, don't put me on display. The devil wants to put you on display. He said he wants to put you on display. Twenty twenty four is gonna be like no other year that you've ever been in. I'm gonna tell you that. Say so how come I, how come you're saying that? Because I really believe that. I believe that twenty twenty four is gonna be a year. Are you ready for this? The Lord just gave me this this morning on the way down here, what in my notes. It's gonna be a year of laughter. Say so you're gonna to learn to laugh again. I believe the time for outrage has come for the church in 2024 to be outraged about the agenda that I told you the other day the enemy is trying to promote. When you realize that not only the conservative networks but even the uh, leftist woke networks are saying this. Every network, that, that I'm not, this is not a political, a Republican, independent, democratic statement. 33% of Americans say America is going the wrong way. Head it, say head it, in the wrong direction. <clears throat> say head it, in the wrong direction. We need help. Say we need help. Say we need hope. I believe it's time for us to become outraged as Americans first 
because on, on, on this country and then actually Christians first and then Americans second, when you look at, when you look at this administration has ever since its inception has surrendered our rights to our American money and our American oil to the terrorists and to our enemies. If you don't believe that, just follow their agenda. When a father is arrested at a school board meeting because he gets up and says, why did you not tell me that a boy walked into the girl's room and raped my little girl and, uh, and sexually assaulted my little girl and he gets booted out of the meeting and gets to go to another school with nothing going on. Well, somebody's got an agenda here. And I want to say this to you as I close. The agenda for the Holy Ghost for 2024. Are you, are you ready with me? Say, it's time to laugh again. We're going to have to start laughing at the devil. Cadence, you got to tell the devil every day, you're not taking my brother Kale from me. You got to remind him every day you get up. You're not taking my brother Kale. You're not taking nobody from my family. I decree I established that I have a right in Jesus Christ to speak those words. Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Well, did you get anything out of this today? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'll see you in church prayer meeting Tuesday unless the rapture takes place. If the rapture takes place, don't look for me because I'll be not there. Say, I won't be there. Hallelujah. Say, I'm in for breakthrough. How many have incorporated a new Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi in you? How many has incorporated Jehovah Shaka? Say, I want to get shocked by the Holy Spirit, what he's going to do. I want to get the report. Father, I thank you for those that view us right now, that you've spoken to their hearts, delivered them from the cares of this world, from the cares of life. In Jesus' name, God, give us pastors, preachers, prophets that love the secret place more than they love the public place, that will get locked in with God and not come out of the secret place until they have a word from the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the mighty Holy Ghost. And if you're watching, you want to pray this prayer with me? Never giving your life to Jesus, going through a struggle? Say this with me. We are going to repeat it with you here. We're going to repeat it with you. Say, Father, in Jesus' name, forgive me for not coming to you sooner. I'm giving you my heart on this morning, on this Facebook, on this website, giving you my heart in life. Forgive me of every sin, every failure, every shortcoming. Save my family as you're saving me now. 
Say, I confess with my mouth. I believe with my heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. And because he did, I am now saved. Amen. How many is glad you came to church today? Can I ask you another question? How many of you rather be here than the best hospital in the state of Oklahoma? We love you. We'll see you Wednesday at 7 p.m. and tomorrow, Tuesday morning, 1030. God bless you. Go with God and he will go with you. Joy unspeakable.